Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter, at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you with one of the first ones we've done in quite some time. Gets that way during the season. Hey, what a recruiting episode because Gators... Pick up two commits today on this Thursday ahead of the LSU game. We get a commitment from defensive backs. Two defensive backs, one being Dijon Johnson, the other one being Bryce Thornton. We'll get into a quick preview, review of who those guys are, what they bring to the table uh, for the Gators here. But yeah, big recruiting weekend coming up versus, the, uh, versus LSU. Probably think this is a little bit planned. Kicking it off with these two commitments here. Uh, we'll get into Billy Napier's comments. I asked him on the SEC teleconference this week about, you know, holding off on so many official visits this weekend. He dives into, you know, why they waited till this weekend. Not just because it's a big game. You'll get to hear his answer later on in this episode after we go into detail about Dijon Johnson and Bryce Thornton. Hit that like button. Look, I mean, there's a pl- there's plenty of reasons to hit that like button right here on this episode. Two commits for the Gators. You like it just because, hey, g- g- help me out. Help me out right here. Does YouTube, that algorithm that they put up there, you know, all the likes, all the subscriptions, all the comments going to helping us out here, getting more Gator fans, letting them find Gators Breakdown if they're out there on YouTube. So plenty to get into, of course, <clears throat> with the two commitments the disc the discord on gators breakdown plus is hopping with all the conversation going on with the big day in recruiting right here so go over there the link is in the description you can join for three bucks a month gators breakdown plus all kind of extra content as well so all right let's get it going gator nation we gotta commit let's go with Dijon johnson Cornerback, six foot one, 190 pounds from Tampa, Wharton High School, 
as you see right here if you're watching the YouTube version. If not, you can listen as he is rated a four-star on the 24-7 Sports Composite, a four-star on the On3 Consensus. Now, a little bit different here on 24-7 as they have him the 96th overall player in the country, but they have him as the safety and the seventh-ranked safety in the country. On three, he's the 101st-ranked player and 10th-ranked cornerback. So, let you know, position versatility right there. But he's going to be coming in to Florida to play cornerback. But one more time, 24-7 sports composite, 96th overall and 7th-ranked safety on three, 101st overall. So five spots separate them right there, but the 10th-ranked cornerback. Johnson is the third-highest-ranked player in the class for the Gators so far this year with a 24-7 sports rating of 95.64. He would be the 28th-highest DB commit Florida's ever recruited on the 24-7 sports all-time commit list. And he'd slot right in between Marcus Roberson, class of 2011, Corey Collier, 2021. And I went and looked some other corners in that range. That's, you know, that's defensive backs there, but looking at just corners in that range, because that's what he projects to be at Florida. You got Cody Riggs, C.J. Henderson in that range, Jacques Rickerson as well. So there's the company Dijon Johnson finds himself in historically. I mean, look, you get the top 100 player right here for the defensive backfield coached by one Corey Raymond. So we've followed this storyline for quite a few months, right? Right? A few months, a couple months, dating back to the summer. Now he committed back to Ohio State back on April 17th. Visited Florida on March, 14th, March 15th before that. Then came the decommit. And most people thought an instant flip to Florida. We were on flip watch when he decommitted from Ohio State. And had multiple visits to Florida starting in late July. You know, Friday night lights and, you know, back for unofficial visits early in September. But we were just waiting for that, that flip at any moment to happen in July, late that month. So, and now here we are, October 13th. And we get the flip uh, finally. So, look, and, uh, remember people jumped the gun saying that he had already flipped and they had commitment articles out there and all that. It, you know, that, could that have played into the delay here? Maybe, somewhat. But awesome video put out by you know, D-Webb's team uh, as well. Getting that commitment out there. I mean, the long, physical cornerback that fits the mold of you know, what, what a DB coach wants, especially Corey Raymond, kind of has that mold for his cornerbacks, the long, rangy cornerbacks. You know, very aggressive in his highlights, and that's what you want to see in a cornerback. Up in the face and challenging wide receivers. On three, director of scouting and rankings, Charles Power, says one of the more physically imposing top cornerbacks in 2023 cycle, measuring in at six foot one, 187 pounds with a wingspan of six foot four, pairs that high end speed and linked with good straight line speed running an electronically timed 4.58-second 40-yard dash prior to his senior season. Fluid mover with a smooth and coordinated backpedal has shown the ability to transition from his backpedal and flip his hips in downfield coverage, 
showed some signs of being a risk taker at the high school level with jumping some passes. Looks like a pure cornerback as opposed to some of the other big defensive backs in the cycle older for the class. Let's go to 24-7 Sports Andrew Ivins, and he offers this scouting report. A big-time cornerback prospect that has the tools required to shut down one side of the field on Saturdays. Measured roughly six foot one, one ninety, the spring before senior season. More importantly, testing in the upper percentile with laser time four five in the forty yard dash on record to go along with a four point four short shuttle. Smooth and controlled in his back pedal, he's quick to gain depth. Fires out of his brakes with ease more times than not, and able to change directions better than most with his length. Does a nice job of filling out routes, putting himself in position to make plays, which he did frequently as a junior picking off six passes and returning four of them for touchdowns. Those interceptions helped Tampa Wharton program, which is coached by former NFL first-round pick Mike Williams, make a deep run in Florida State playoffs. Not one to shy away from contact, isn't afraid to put his hands on a wide receiver, <clears throat> but must contribute to develop press technique if he's going to be a true bump-and-run corner at the next level. Also has to stop relying on his extra gear to bail him out as College wideouts will be much faster. Should be viewed as one of the top prospects on Florida's I-4 corridor for the 2023 cycle and a potential difference maker at the Power 5 level given his size, movement patterns, and ability to create takeaways. NFL upside with his wingspan and speed earned some All-State recognition after a junior campaign in which he picked off six passes, returned four for touchdowns one more time. Tampa Wharton goes 9-3, goes to the third round of the 7A playoffs. It's a big get, of course, uh, for the Gators right here, top 100. You hear NFL upside, here can play on Saturdays, not much to critique there. And look, when he decommitted from Ohio State, he was the sixth highest recruit in Ohio State's class at that time and was one of six Florida commits in that class for Ohio State at the time. So not only did you get an elite in-state player for Florida, you were able to flip him from a program that has hit the state of Florida hard in recent years, was hitting the state of Florida hard once again, and somewhat of, I mean, look, Florida put these wheels in motion back in the summer. So kind of a flip, it just took some time. <laughs> you know, and look, this is one angle where Florida has to get better, recruit in-state, quote-unquote, flip a prospect from Ohio State. This highly ranked. I mean, that's a major pull. You know, this, we had so many guys that we were looking at at the cornerback spot or defensive back spots, A.J. Harris, Tony Mitchell. You know, you know, for one reason or another, you didn't get those guys, but Cormani McClain's still out there, and we were looking at Harrison Mitchell when we kicked off this, this cycle. But, man, Dijon Johnson, definitely not one to be overlooked when you want to start looking at defensive backs and corners for Florida in this 2023 class. All right, so here we go. Let's keep it going. Gator Nation, we got to commit. One more right here on this Thursday. Bryce Thornton from the state of Georgia, 5'10", 185 pounds, Three-star on the 24-7 Sports Composite. Three-star on the Own 3 Consensus. On 24-7 Sports Composite, he is the 485th ranked player, the 45th safety. 
on three consensus, 460th ranked player, 45th safety as well. Let me uh, let me double check that. Those numbers really say the same. I need I need to, I need to make sure for you guys. I know I threw the graphic up there, but want to uh, let me double. I should have double checked earlier, shouldn't I? But I do want to make sure that I got that out there for you. So here's the 44th ranked safety on on three. So don't mind that graphic there. One spot off. <laughs> and look, that, you know what? That probably actually could have changed uh, but when, I, when I built that graphic. So, but look, one spot different. Pretty much the 45th safety out there. But, you know, about a 20-spot difference in the own three consensus and the 24-7 sports composite. 5'10", 185. You know, the size is probably the biggest worry there. Uh, but he's a versatile piece in that secondary uh, and finalist coming into the day, we all saw well, not we all, but if you did, if you if you missed it, he had a final two. We saw the video; he put it out as well that it was going to be Florida and it was going to be Alabama. And you know, it's come maybe some question where he was at with Alabama. I think Alabama was keeping him warm, but maybe not fully ready to accept the commitment if he was going to pick Alabama. I'm not saying he was going to pick Alabama, but at this time. If he was going to commit to Alabama, you know, it may or may not have been accepted. And I'm not sure how much that played into the decision or not to go to Florida or pick Florida. He may have picked Florida anyway. But looking at nickel or safety for Thornton, and look, he has experience. Has experience in high school playing, all those. So, you know, we go back all the time and look at Todd Grantham and how he tried to fit guys into certain spots and you know, mainly playing one position or the other and then trying to fit them in uh, somewhere in college. Well, the, at least Bryce Thornton has that versatility, playing a lot of positions in high school. And now you can kind of see where he, he fits in. Maybe probably more nickel uh, for the Gators. I mean, he makes plays on the back end. He causes turnovers uh, for even bigger plays. Very physical and plays bigger than that size. Uh, he plays bigger than that 5'10", 185 listed uh, weight there. He's not, and he's not just looking for the hit. I mean, he's a good tackler as well. He'll wrap up when he needs to. I mean, and he puts himself in position to make tackles. He doesn't take himself out of the play. He doesn't take bad angles a lot of the time. He, you know, he goes out there and, and, and makes the tackle like you're supposed to. Aggressive, physical in coverage, shows the smarts to, to play downhill, to attack. And I think that's why he, he fits in that nickel there. You know, Florida needs that aggressive style of mindset, that aggressive style of playmaker to go play nickel. And I look, I know we're going to, a lot many will scoff at the three star uh, ranking and, you know, look at 485th in the country. Uh, staff has liked Thornton a lot the whole time. And he, the offers, he had, Offers from all the schools you want a prospect to have offers from. As I said, you know, would he be able to commit to Georgia or Alabama right at this time? Not sure. Not sure. But the interest was certainly there. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And of course, we all know, you know and look, 
We talk recruiting all the time. I don't know what three stars, four stars, five stars are going to turn out to be the better players in a class. Now, we know on a on per average basis that five stars, four stars turn out to produce more. But we don't know which ones. So that's why I, I can't scoff at a certain player. Won't do that. Definitely won't do that. I know this staff really, really likes Thornton. Very, very high on him. Patrick Tony was big, big here in securing this commitment. Playing that nickel spot. And Tony could you know, see him at safety at some point, maybe, since he coaches that position. But nickel seems to be, he is a versatile piece that has been expressed to him. They like that versatility. But I think if we're looking for a spot to maybe fit him, if I had to pick one, I'd say nickel. And Florida just needs that tough, aggressive mindset there. Plans to early enroll, so hopefully next spring he's in there, fitting himself into that nickel spot. And a little bit looking at, looking at it, you know, I talked about all the offers and the other schools. I mean, we felt felt pretty good about this one for about a month now. And it was just a matter of of, of you know waiting for the announcement. Uh, I mentioned Tony playing a role here, but Napier. Of course, the head coach, of course, he plays a large role, but William Pigler, Jamar Chaney helped in the process too. Billy Napier is texting him every week. So this was a big-time group effort there, but specifically Patrick Tony going up to Milton, Georgia, checking him out in person multiple times as well. Went a long way. He mentioned the relationships that he's been able to bond with the staff, looking forward to building the bond with the staff even more and some of the other players. He mentioned Sharif Denson out of here in Jacksonville by name. That's something he's somebody he's been able to connect with. And got the lineage. Bruce Thornton, former Georgia running back. That's his dad. So you got the athletic lineage right there for one Bryce Thornton. All right, so with the addition of Johnson and Thornton today for the Gators, the Florida class shoots up from 12th on the 24-7 sports composite to 8th. Now in the top 10, passing Clemson, just ahead of Clemson right here. Now Florida, 22 commits in the class. So now you add, and looking at the position group, the positions right here for Florida, add Johnson and Thornton to a defensive back class with the already committed four-star Jakeem Jackson, the 142nd ranked player in the country. Jordan Castell, the 209th ranked player in the country. Sharif Denson, as I just mentioned him, the 229th ranked player in the country, and Aaron Gates, the 333rd ranked player in the class. Fits in at this defensive back class as well. And now hopefully, of course, you hope you to add Cormani McLean down the road. He'll be visiting Gainesville this week for the big game versus LSU. Could Florida just blow it away and maybe get that commitment here soon this weekend. I think he's probably going to take some more time here. But, look, get these two commitments today. Gainesville's going to be packed. Gainesville's going to be hype all weekend. So, so many recruits are going to be in town. Just get, get him caught up in the moment. Go ahead and have Cormani McLean just seal the deal. Go ahead and say, all right, it's over. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a Gator. That's, the, that's, that's what we're waiting on right here in this defensive backfield. That he was the biggest name in this cycle coming in. When we started turning the page from the last cycle to this cycle, he's went uncommitted this long. Looks to be a Florida-Alabama battle. What happens here? 
Kermani McLean on campus this weekend. That's the one we're waiting on. Great haul already at defensive back, for real, for the Gators. I mean, already a really good, really good class here. This this haul now to be coached by Corey Raymond and Patrick Tony there on the back end. But Giddy McLean, of course, for so many angles is a must here. Perception, getting one of the best players in the state of Florida, getting one of the best players in the country, going and beating the best schools out there for his commitment. It's, it's, it's a must-add. It is a must-add. You've been in great shape the whole time here. This will be a good, good haul regardless, but of course we all know it's time to start stacking talent. And this is a great, great opportunity to do so. You know what else is a great opportunity? This weekend, as I just mentioned, blow them away. Blow all these recruits away. And I asked Billy Napier this week on SEC on the SEC teleconference, you know, why this weekend? Why so many official visitors and visitors this weekend? Big recruiting weekend this weekend. I know you can't go into specifics, but you know, held off on a lot of official visits up until this LSU game. What's the thought process behind that? Well, you know, I think that um, in-season official visits are always a challenge, you know, just because your staff is a little bit, um, their attention is divided relative to doing the best, absolute best job you can do for your current team, but also doing a good job uh, with the recruits. You know, we always host recruits for games. We've got a handful of official visitors. Um, we, We have an open date the next week. Right, so that creates a little bit uh, different schedule Sunday, Monday for the staff, so we're able to spend a little bit more time with this group. Hey, makes sense, right? It's a bye week for Florida next week after LSU and ahead of Georgia. You don't have to go to so many meetings on Sunday and Monday because of that bye week now, so you spend more time with all these recruits that are on campus. Some of them official visits, some of them not official visits, some of them committed, a lot of them committed. It seems like the whole class for Florida that is committed is going to be in Gainesville for this LSU game. And so you get those guys to, to help you out along the way. But yeah, unofficial visitors, official visitors, commits, and huge, huge targets in town this weekend versus LSU. Official visitors. Five stars from the state of Alabama, James Smith on the defensive line. Quay Russell, five-star edge from the state of Alabama. Marcus Stokes, quarterback commit for the Gators on his, on his official visit this weekend. And Bryce Thornton as well. Unofficial visitors go back. Cormani McLean, of course. Uh, we'll see you know, if, he, if he ends up making it or, or, or not. Just, that's just one to look out for. The confirmation's still waiting if he's going to be able to make it or not. But commit. I mean, Webb, James, Mazzell, Dijon Johnson, of course, Jaden Robinson, Kelby Collins, Gavin Hill, Creed Whittemore, Jordan Castell, Najee Harris, Tyree Patterson. Now, you also start looking at some other targets. Xavier McLeod, South Carolina commit. He's going to be in Gainesville this weekend. Defensive lineman there, four-star. Might be possible to see Jordan Hall out of Jacksonville. That defensive lineman, it's possible to see him. But then you start looking at not just this 23 class, of course, the big, big, it might even be the big, besides McLean, might be the biggest name on campus, and besides those Alabama defensive linemen, of course, 2024 Five-star quarterback, DJ Lagway, the top target in the class, the quarterback target for the class. 
Florida's knocked it out of the park so far with him. Got to keep it going. First game environment for him. Hey, if you're going to the game, be loud, be loud, be loud. <laughs> give, give all these recruits this type of environment they need to see Saturday night. Of course, the team has to do their part, too. I mean, but just a couple more names. I mean, five-star edge, Elijah Rushing, five-star cornerback, um, Desmond Ricks, who, of course, another one down the road next cycle that I think Florida's going to be, be in good shape for uh, right there. But, I mean, and, then, and you know, keep the quarterback going right, at, right out right from here in Jacksonville. 2025 quarterback Tremel Jones out of Mandarin. So, and Colin Hurley, another five-star, well, another quarterback. Quarterback. I won't say five star. Another quarterback out of Jacksonville in the 2025 class. Um, not enough for sure if he'll be here or not. But I'm just I bring him up because I mean Jacksonville's got two quarterbacks in the class of 2025 that are going to be very highly ranked. I mean, you got to get one of those guys. I mean, if you get Lagway, of course, that kind of lessens the blow. If you go ahead and get him next cycle, and maybe we'll find out. You know, you have to really blow him away this week for him to go ahead and pull the trigger. That's looking like a you know, winter, spring announcement for him. Maybe if you can get it that early. I don't think he's in any, in, in, in any rush. Uh, but then you start looking at 25. I mean, there's going to be two kids in Jacksonville. So, but there you go. Kind of a look ahead for this weekend. All the big names that will be on campus. All the big names. Huge, huge weekend for the Gators one for the game versus LSU, and of course, the biggest recruiting weekend of the season, and it gets kicked off with commitments from Dijon Johnson and Bryce Thornton. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown, the rare uh, commitment episode in the season. <laughs> the season keeps me busy enough, but hey, cannot let this go by without talking these commitments right here for the Gators. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.